Welcome to episode two of the Next Step Podcast, everybody. I am your host, Fred Babu. And I'm the co-host, Gabriel the Ghost King. Today we're speaking about passion or careers. And yeah, we're just really trying to, you know, sh- um, share some information about, you know, um, if you're a young graduate, uh, just came out of university or you just finished high school, what is the best option for you? Do you follow your passion or do you go into a career that would highly like to give you a good financial um, foundation to start off, off with? Um, considering the fact that, you know, um, passion does not necessarily always, you know, pay for... Um, or considering the fact that your passion might not give you necessarily give you a good fun, um, financial foundation to build upon. And yeah, so really, you know, the difference between passion, you know, a passion, you know, sup- really just supports you to attain your calling um, or supports your purpose. Whereas a career is more of a practical, logical approach where you are compensated in terms of money. And we'll just be diving deep into that. So, Gabriel, what would you consider, you know, the the pros or advantages of one go following the passion uh, as opposed to going into a career? Oh, choosing choosing passion. I mean, I'm an advocate for it, but like, cause exactly the the main purpose, the main like advantage you get from it is like mental health, man. Like, uh, doing my passion as a job at some point in my life, like really helping my mental health. Because, like, you, every day you wake up and the thing that you're doing is a thing that you love. And you get to lose yourself in it. You get to, like, be at one with the universe, depending on your passion. I think that most people feel like that when they're doing things they love. And, uh, like, yeah, that was, that is the main thing, man. Like, doing something that you love and doing it, like, even for a living or whatever. That's something, man. Yeah. And what is, what is your passion? Oh, my mine, like, I mean, I have a lot of passions. I'm a passionate person. But still, basketball has been my main one uh, for the longest. It's the place where I feel the most at home. And I got to play basketball pro. I mean, I'm going to play basketball pro again. Um, and, yeah, that is it definitely made me, like, reach a very happy place. Yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely 100% relate to that. Uh, my, for those who don't know, guys, my actual passion is photography. And, you know, I started back when I was young, um, did a photography course when I was about 14 years old, and I just really fell in love with it. And I can relate to what you're saying, Gabriel, in the sense that it really gives you fulfillment, you know, you feel fulfilled. Because whenever I ha- have the camera in my camera in my hand and I'm out, you know, taking pictures of things that I like, people, you know, of people, things... You know, I always feel fulfilled. It's something that I always look forward to. Uh, and to me, it never really feels like um, work. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I also think, you know, um, the mental health. Yeah, like a mental health. I'm just to touch back on that. Like, I remember being like in a depressive state at some point in the last three years, like after lockdown and uh, like a bad breakup, whatever. And then, like, I got a call to be a basketball player and nothing has ever picked me back out of picked me out of a depression that fast so i know like as an example it definitely 
get you at like to a better mental state fast yeah and and i mean at the same time you know we we have to look at what are you know the disadvantages of you know following passion and so i want to touch on you know that mental health part man like the the first disadvantage i will say from comes from choosing your passion is that like at the end of the day although it's your passion it is work like if you want this to sustain your life like you said like it's like you've wanted to pay your bills and everything you're gonna have to work at it so hard that like you're gonna hate it at some point you know not hate it fully but like you're gonna have to to pre- to pretend like it's something that you have to do every day because usually you do these things when you want to do it when you want to want it to make you feel happy when you want to get away or whatever but now you're gonna have to do it in like so aggressively that like you might hate it like in my like me playing basketball as much as it gave me joy i had to wake up at 4 a.m i had to be wake up at 4 a.m and only got back to the house at like 11 or like 12 at night you know yeah. and like at some like just to be just being tired like it was a little it was a little harsh you know like the ex- exertion of my body at some point was a little was a little hard and it made me like almost question what i was what i was actually passionate about you know so that is a little bit of a disadvantage so if you're going to choose your passion you just gotta know that like at some point you're gonna have to work so hard at it that you might hate it for a second but you all, i don't know yeah you always gain it back but still yeah, no, I totally, I totally relate to what you're saying, and I think it's important to know, guys, that your your passion might not necessarily give you the financial aspirations or goals that you set out. You know, so for example, the moment where I tried to, I remember a few years back where I tried to make uh, my photography the main focus you know because I was passionate about it. I was like you know what let me start actually trying to make money out of this and yeah. see how far I can go but what, what I soon realized is the moment I started doing that and you know continuously try to you know get an income from it even though I loved it even though it was my passion it never felt the same you know I was I was getting I wouldn't say necessarily bored but there were things that I was doing that I didn't like you know yeah. To me, it was just a passion. A passion. I was just trying to work on, you know. Yeah, I was just trying to work, um, do it because I love it, and do, do, do the things that I love about it, you know. But when money is involved, you kind of like looking at it as a, as a fully run business, yeah. you know. Or if it's a, if it's a, like you're saying, basketball, you have to do if you want to make your your, your full time thing. Even though it's your passion, you're gonna have to go the extra mile. There are there are things that you're gonna do that you might not necessarily like. So over time, you end up kind of like not necessary. It kind of disturbs that whole good feeling about it. Yeah, and also like I don't know, but like the probability of making it in most passion fields are very low. Like how many photographers are out there? How many basketball players are out there? I mean, I can give you a number of the exact amount of basketball players that play in the NBA. And I give you another number for like, like wait, there's about 15 guys in the team, 30 teams. That gives me about like wait, 225 times two, like 500, about just above 500 number of players in the NBA. But there's like a thousand players in the in American colleges alone. So just think about the m- the margin of players that go from co- American colleges to the NBA. And on top of that, you have basketball players around the world that's trying to make it there. So the probability of making it to your passion is not always very high, you know. And it's like so now you're like okay let me do let me choose career so what would you say is like 
the main thing of choosing a career yeah i think if you if you are one you know if you guys are one to go out if you're out there and you, you think of you know maybe putting your passion on hold and going into career um did there's quite a few benefits to that and number one, the first one is i think it but it really helps you to build a good f- um healthy fi- financial foundation for you to build upon you know you might not necessarily be passionate about it but in most cases that i've seen it it does pay the bills you know if i have to be straight up i do actually know a, a lot of people who chose their certain careers um i would speak to them i got friends yeah. one of my friends Nathan, he, he chose accounting yeah. he's not i don't think he's necessarily passionate about it but it, it's it's a career that i know he's going for far in and that will give him a good um financial foundation to build up on you know so that's the that's the one i think benefit about choosing your career first as opposed to going to your passion yeah i mean i I understand that like uh like i mean i was gonna use bones as an example because what he's doing i think is 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 insane man like uh going like being away from his family six weeks at a time just in order to be able to like he's in the boats in south america and like that's that's a pretty like that's a pretty hard thing to do to be honest and just to add to that also in my personal experience so after you know i try the photography I realized, okay, you know, I'm not making as much money, and it was kind of like also felt started feeling a bit like work because I was getting, I was doing things just for the money yeah. that I normally wouldn't do in photography, you know, because yeah. photography is re- actually really broad, you know. Yeah, there's different types of photography. There's wedding photography, there's portrait, you know. So I started getting to different themes that had the money, but not necessarily a theme that I wanted to get into, you know, had I had the choice. Yeah. And so. Yeah, so from my experience, you know, I had to kind of put that on hold and focus on my career. And I can tell you guys now that my career is, has given me a good foundation, financial foundation to build upon, which I'm currently building, you know, building on. So I've decided to put my passion on hold for a little bit just so I can build a foundation. And hopefully one day I'll definitely plan, you know, go, to go back into photography. Yeah, man, I, I, I hope you will. I hope you will. I definitely hope you will. Cause also, but what I, one thing I'll tell you for sure that like having cho- like chosen like your career, there's things that your career have taught you that you may not realize. Like discipline, for example. Like, yo, I see, I see Ben. Like, although we are like you wanna, we wanna party so lo- like so for so late, and he's like, yo, listen, I got work at nine. I gotta get home, and he. Doesn't matter whether he's tired. Doesn't matter whether he's sick or whatever. He's gonna make it to work at nine. That teaches you discipline. You have to be there at a, at a certain time because otherwise you get fired. Otherwise, like you, like you get fines. I don't know what like, things that like jobs usually do, but like yeah, and also work ethic, man. Like I have like I see like my my sister was visiting me a couple for a couple of weeks for her birthday last month, and um, she like she was, I was sitting here with her and she had like. She woke up one day because she had she had she had been off her work for like three days. But then she she woke up and she showed me she had like five hundred emails she had to attend to. She's like a director at a firm, so and like she stayed she stood there like I watched her like just answer down and count me down how many emails she got to every time. Like and after the next day she was like, "Yo, I'm finally on the two hundred. Woo!" And that's like I'm sitting there like she's just working the whole time. She's she's taking meetings while doing all that, and that teaches you work ethic. You know you don't you you can't stop. You can't, 
like you can't hold down you always have to work and that like when you by the time you go back into photography if you have worked for as long as you you would have by then like you're gonna have that like all that discipline you're gonna have the that amount of work ethic with you and you're gonna do some like more beautiful things mixing that with your passion like yeah that that is something else yeah 100 bro I, i totally um can also relate to that um i think that's another benefit of you know going into a career me being in corporate right now um again even like i'll say even though it might not be something i'm passionate about it has taught me so many lessons that i now apply into my business that i run as well um that i've learned that i've applied in different jobs that i've done in the past which again like you say discipline and another one it's also it teaches you just how to work with people You know, coming out of high school, university, you know, there are certain skills that if you are just to try and do it on your own, you might struggle, you know, but if you're in an environment, yeah. like in corporate, you learn discipline, you also learn just how to deal with people, um, different emotions, yeah. people can be rude to you, learn how to negotiate, you know, it's all that skills is are really important because you take that outside. Like, I'm not, like, we're not saying this, that as soon as you get into work, you're going to learn this automatically. Like, you have to keep your eyes open, you have to be willing to learn because some people just don't and then they, they don't move up in the, in the world, you know, yeah, or in their jobs. Yeah, exactly, 100%. And, 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 and in the last, I think, thing is also, you know, the concept of routines. That's the one thing I, 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 I really appreciate about being in a corporate environment is being able to you know the habit of of routine the importance of that you know have knowing how to continuously work on something um work on a schedule irrespective of what you're doing because a lot of the things that i've noticed in my life that i've achieved have been through repetition but in order to get that right you have to have a routine that could be a daily routine a weekly routine, a monthly routine, a yearly routine, it just really helps you to get momentum and, and, and achieve things much better. And and that's one skill that I learned, you know, going in my career um, in the past and currently. Uh, like, just touching up on, like, routines and all that, man. Sometimes rut- routine make you feel a little numb, man. Like, that's one disadvantage I see from choosing a career, like, You like you do things and you feel like a robot almost. Where you like oh, like eight five a.m. Wake up, have breakfast, go to gym. I mean, if you if you into that, but like go to work, sit in traffic, be at work. Oh oh, now I have an hour for, I have an hour for like uh, my break, you know. And then you yeah. get up, and then it's like, and sometimes that like affects. Yeah, that that can do something to you man i don't know i don't know how you feel about it yeah so it definitely affects mental health um so and, and i think that's really something important to note you know um isn't as much as you know one could advocate for going into choosing a career that you might not necessarily be passionate about but it's giving you a good financial stability um it does come at a cost and a lot of the times i've what i've seen close by in my work environment and you know friends and family is at some it does come at a cost of their mental health at times you know yeah. a lot of people might not necessarily get on with the managers or the managers might discriminate on them or they might not like the boss they might just necessarily not like the work environment that they're in and yeah. so sometimes you could be stuck you know because now you're relying on 
this income or the salary from the job. Yeah, I remember you asking me about like, oh, is like depression really a thing? People say it's like a privileged thing. Yeah. And I was telling you that like, listen, like I, I reckon everybody in the, like not everybody, a lot of people in the workforce, unless you got a good coping mechanism, I, like are actually depressed, but because you have to keep on working and you don't have that much time for yourself because like 95 is eight hours of like, eight hours of your 24 hour day, excluding sleep and excluding like like commuting time. So yeah, like you end up like having like very, you, you get a dip in your mental health and, yeah. So if, you, if you're choosing a career, don't forget to choose good coping mechanism. Don't forget to always check on your mental health and all that because that might, yeah, that might affect you a certain way. Exactly. And I mean, it, might, it definitely will, you know, because um, there's a lot of being working in, you know, a job, corp- whether it's corporate or social environment. Um, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of times where you could again become depressed or you could get anxiety um the workload could be a lot and you might not even be coping i know you mentioned like people work eight hours but some people have to i I got a friend that even though she go to work for eight hours the work is so much that even after work when she get home she has to you know try and catch up and now that dips into your own personal time and and eventually you feel like damn I'm overworking here and they're not paying me enough so you start becoming resentful you start becoming depressed at least you don't get the like satisfaction that of the boss because you're working for another man's company and that may not yeah. always give you those right amount of like satisfaction yeah and i think you know i think it's really important to also um mention guys that a lot of the, the you know the decision deciding on whether to pursue your passion at, you know in your young early 20s as you're coming out of university or high school or or whether to choose your career a lot of these factors there's no really right or wrong answer because there's a lot of factors that affect this decision and the first one I think is that I can think of straight from my head is family that you grow up into. It really affects that decision, you know, because family have a big influence on you. Um, depending on the household you grow up in, as a young teenager, um, you know, your family, obviously your parents have their idea of what they would ideally would recommend to you or they would like you to do mm-hmm. as a career. Yeah. Um, but you might, you know, grow up and have this passion that you want to get into so they kind of also try and guide you into what they think could be the best for you but again what your family might think might not necessarily be the best for you and hence why i'm saying you know it, it, it there's a lot of factors that come into play here so one needs to be mindful of that yeah and also like uh cho- like mm, analyzing all your, fa- your your status of your family before you make that choice like if like you in a family where, okay, you you have a family business that you know you're gonna have to get into when you're old enough. You have like, you in a pl- family that has that can has good enough financial stands that you can afford to do your passion for a bit. Like yo, choose to go do your passion for a bit, man. Find happiness, and then afterwards you can still get back into into like the corporate world or that or the working world like but if you're not if you're in a place where you know you gotta support your your parents and your younger siblings in a few years like yo you're gonna have to make some sacrifices give up the the passion for bits work hard like and then when you you know that you've helped enough or you can 
like sustain it then go into your passion yeah and i think it's really important to mention that because i like that you touched on that because and again um there are a lot of factors to consider and let me just give an example right so if you have this is a random name guys by the way if you have john and liam let's just say john has you know grew up in a family that are really supporting they are wealthy you know they've got a good financial base and he gets to the point where he finishes varsity or high school yeah. and maybe he's passionate about hockey right and then you have Liam, on the other hand, who might not necessarily, you know, he grew up in a single, f- single parent household, about five sisters, um, and, you know, they've always struggled to uh, make ends meet. But somehow, that parent managed to get him through schooling. But now, you know, as a firstborn, he's got to try and make money because yeah. they're not able to su- financially support his passion. So, in that situation, you know, choosing. Liam can't, he can't choose his passion, but it might come at a cost, you know, whereas John, on the other hand, he's got the backing of his family, you know, he if he chooses to go and um, continue his career in hockey, you know, because he's good at it, and his family are able to support him financially, if that does not work out, you know, he could still come back yeah. to his family, come at home, you know, and they can still support him. Whereas, you know, the other person, the, you know, it's really hard to go into your passion because you, 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 he's got to start making money. you got to start making ends meet. That's true. That's 100% true. Like, yo, I don't, rem- I don't know what my sister, the head of my family's passion is. I don't know, what the, like, I, what the other, um, like, my older siblings, I don't know what much of their passion is, but they all found out what my passion was because they, they were able to pave routes for me to be able to explore my passion for a little bit with their support. And also... Okay, just like you say, we're talking about like things that affect your choosing. Yeah, so you know, just the, the different factors that affect that affects one, you know, deciding on at the early age. I'm yeah. I'm speaking to you know like early twenties. Like what a like because one, not everyone has the privilege of saying okay, cool. For example, I my passion was photography. I didn't really have much of the privilege of saying let me just do photography, and try to see if it works. But it's like. What I want to touch on is like it's not always like privilege, like family and everything, but sometimes like your environments, man. Like yeah. me saying I'm a basketball player in South Africa, everybody's like, "Oh, is South Africa is South Africa big on basketball?" And it isn't. So as much as I'm very good, as much as I like, I can make money with it. It's not gonna be enough to sustain my career. So like your environment can dictate a lot of like what you can do with your passion. Like yeah, because I I get what you mean. Because for example. Yeah basketball you have a high chance of 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 pushing that career or passion if you're an environment that nurtures that so for example basketball is big in america i know it's big in europe as well and in china China, China, china. whereas here in africa and you know in south africa basketball is not as big you know there's there's not a lot of clubs on a national level that compete they don't invest much money into you know players and so you know trying to make follow your passion in this environment might you're up against a lot of odds whereas in america you might be up against a lot of odds but you have a much more good chance of you know making it um a success in in your passion oh like you know what like a crazy example just being like because maybe basketball is like international and everything like like modeling for example like you you have a higher chance of being a successful model in cape town than you have 
being trying to be a model when you're in like PE or like I don't know somewhere out in the in the in the inner parts of the country of South Africa as a country, or even like in like my home country DRC Congo. Like you have like you could be I, I've seen so many pretty girls that like if they were in Cape Town they would easily become models and just like make side money or even big bucks as in if they had an agency but they don't have that that opportunity because the environment itself doesn't like doesn't like really cater for that yeah it doesn't and it's not a conduct conducive environment for it. yeah i totally understand man yeah and you can't always like control your environment you can't will like the world to shift in order for you you can sometimes let me not stop you from from like trying to move the world but like the chances of that happening are, are quite slim sometimes. So yeah. check your environment when you're choosing your passion. A hundred percent. And I think the next point also is the next factor one, you know, can consider is your support network. Mm-hmm. Now your support network um, does not necessarily have to be your family. Oh, yeah. You know, you can get, you know, growing up, you meet a lot of people, you make a lot of relationship um, and along the way you make strong relationships. And so, those relationships are what you know is known as your support network and so that is also another factor one for example might grow up in an environment where they might not necessarily have a strong support network and another person might have yeah i mean i have an example of that like uh one of the kids i used to play basketball here with uh, aristotle kalala uh like he is congolese like me and although his his parents like they had they made money to sustain the family they made money to like sustain him through high school and everything but he knew like when i saw him at at like 15 15 year old and like 16 like everybody was like yo man if somebody can make it pro out of here that would be this guy and i remember like me being also like a good player at some point i I used to challenge the kids like yo you cannot call yourself good if you can't pass me and like i played with this kid and he was good i thought like although i was still teaching him some things like i would like yo yeah i would still like teach him some things and everything but he was good and the community of basketball in Cape Town saw that and a few of the old the old heads that we play with were like, okay, we want to make this these kids dream this kids dream come through. So what they did is they put some money together, they hired a personal trainer to work to work with them for like for like a cup for like six months about. They paid for for him like for his for his tickets to go to the NBA Academy in Senegal. He, and they, they like they sponsored him for like six months and everything and then from then from the academy where he was able to learn a lot more they the academy got him to now he's now uh he's playing in texas at a university in texas and he's and he's playing these chances of playing basketball as a career are much higher now and that was not his family that was not like that although his environment kept down within wasn't supporting like the support system he had built with the basketball community was able to help him. So if you know you got a good a good support system, some people have GoFundMe on online in order to do their passion. Some people like reach out to like groups and like NGOs and everything. So if you you know you have that available to you, then that might help you make the choice of choosing your passion instead of going into a career and numbing yourself down. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. And I think it's important to know that. You know, having a strong support network that that network um, gets built through relationships. So you know, as you go through, you know, your career or your passion, um, the people that you meet. Um, focus also on you know building solid, strong relationships because down the road that really becomes a support system. Um, not it doesn't necessarily have to be fin- financial support. 
It could be support, you know, like just emotional support, um, support, just people that check up on you to support you in whatever way, you know, and, and, and but you will never realize this in, in that moment. You only down the along the way as you continue to nurture those relationships that you have with people. Yeah. And also like, uh, okay, while we reaching the end of the episode right now, I just want to say this statement out there. Like, look, there's a lot of people that would put you down from choosing your passion. There are people that would tell you you can't do certain things. Like, we just, I just want to make this statement, man, before we end off. Like, look, free yourself, free yourself from whatever you can. Pursue the things you can, but also be smart about it. Like, life only happens once. Don't make the wrong choices, but if you do, know that, like, it's not the end of the world, and you can always make the, r- make the right choices in order to correct, correct the bad ones. And I hope that like our talk today wasn't pushing you too much in one direction, that you're still able to see the pro to listen to the pros and cons, make the best decision that is fitting your your life, your career and like the hopes that you have for your impact on this world. So that being said Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your time. Um if you enjoyed this episode, guys we do not ask for much. Uh, all we're asking is to please share this with your family, share with your grandma, your grandpa. I'm sure your grandma will love it. Uh, share with your friends. And lastly, guys, just share it on social media. Um, you know where to find us. And I hope you find this valuable. I hope you find this insightful. Even if it's a 30-second worth of this episode, I um, hope you can learn from it. And again, like we said, there's no wrong or right. You know, you just have to consider all the factors at hand and make the best decision for yourself and stay tuned guys stay tuned for our next episode i'm your host fred babu and i'm your co-host gabriel the ghost king